bad start, Craig. You're on some thin ice around here, kiddo. How you doing, world? I'm back again with me and my trusted colleague, political, scientific correspondent. I ran out of things to describe you as. My good buddy, Matt. How you doing? It'd be better if it stopped fucking snowing. Well, most people don't care, right? I rent. So there will be a couple ex-felons, some lugs. They'll come in a two, an F-250. They'll plow it out for me. I have nothing to worry about. Whereas you, I assume, the driveway is your responsibility? Yeah. Now, are you one of these people that does... Like, how lazy are you? Really, that's the tell of a man, is how he shovels his driveway. Like, do, Are you one of these people that only shovels like to the walkway? Do you go all the way to the road? Like, how lazy are you? You have to go all the way to the road. What else would you do? No, you only do like half. No. And then when your parents get home, you were like, no, I was just about to finish it. No. That's what I would do. Well, pivoting off that. Pivot! Matt sent me a crazy fucking week. Again, we're on seven platforms. Getter's blowing up. Road to 150 followers. Another round of stickers coming out. Shit is going on behind the scenes. Outside of the boring world war, which it's all fake. Like, Ukraine's not real. It's a soundstage. So we're going we're gonna to move off that. He sent me this article. DM. Matt was in my DMs. No homo. And he sent me a link to a spider. This, this is quoted from USA Today. A spider as big as the palm of your hand could soon invade the East Coast, scientists say. Um, and this is real. This is called the Joro spider. It's colorful. It's massive. It is yellow. has a red little, little dot on its little cute belly. And it was first spotted in Georgia in 2013. It's originated from Asia, and there is no clear answer on how it made it to the United States. But in nearly 10 years, the species has rapidly spread across Georgia and other parts of the Southeast. So essentially, this is a not fucking around invasive species. Should I care? Very much so, if giant spiders are involved. Are you just a pussy with spiders? Like, what is this? Because, like, wolf spiders exist. You know, there's already big, bad, scary things out there in the woods. What's the issue with these specifically? They're the size of the palm of your hand. They're giant spiders. Now, maybe you should listen to Andy Davis, who is a research scientist at Georgia's Odom School of Oncology. Excuse me, ecology. I think oncology is, is that like female health? This guy's either a gyno or he looks at spiders. Um, and he was quoted as saying, people should just try and live with them. So why don't you quit being a bitch? Nah. If you think I'm not buying a flamethrower to fight these off, bet. They're in the woods. I don't care. They're from Japan. You're telling me you're going to burn down your locality, your public parks, our wonderful crystal clear water. Like, that's all gone because maybe there's a spider in there. Yep. What do you do if there's a spider at your house? Let's I go kill, through this. I kill it. Do you make Caitlin kill it? No. Are you sure? Yes. What do you kill it with? Tissue, paper towel, toilet paper, whatever's closer. Whatever's closer. Yeah. Are you a smasher or a squeezer? No, you got to squeeze it because oh. I ain't trying to wipe off the shit on my wall. Right. Then you're just mushing its dead body into the into the wallpaper or, or drywall or whatever it is but yeah that's actually 
That's high T, Matt. That's some 40 chess shit. I've never really thought of that. My brain goes, oh, God. And I just take a shoe and it's going at the wall. Who throws a shoe, honestly? I do. Indoors. I'm trying to kill the thing, dude. Now, the biggest issue, and really, it's accelerated so fast. I, I think the scientists, what I mentioned, like, this isn't going away. We essentially just have to deal with it. So if you're out in the woods with your pup and you see a yellow spider, stop it into the earth, okay? You're doing a service for us. Now, it's obvious that Matt's a pussy. And I assume if you're listening, you're probably going to fall somewhere in the middle. But I will say, are you one of these people that sees the value in spiders, Matt, where people, you'll get someone who's like, you know, they actually eat all of the insects and all of the mosquitoes, if you think. Like, to me, that's never been enough of a value. I've never seen them actually do it, so I don't even know if that's true. Yeah, bullshit. I'm calling bullshit. I actually agree with you. Never seen it do anything. Other than crawl around my house and piss me off. They just act terrifying. Like, could you be... Can you blame us, spiders, for being upset with you? Like, you are always scurrying in the dark, in the corners. Now, do you feel any better that it does say that they are um, harmless to humans because their fangs are too small to break human skin? Oh, then why do we even care? I, I don't give a fuck at all. Do we know if that's true, though? Yeah, has anyone tested this out? Like, put your hand in the enclosure, Bill. Let's get after I'm it. I'm not volunteering. I would for a price. Valid. Like, 1500 bucks cash. Because I'll just tell myself it's it's a shot. I'm getting a shot. It's Gardasil, baby. And maybe you turn in the Spider-Man after. Yeah, and you are right. Um, these Joro spiders, compared Joro spiders, compared to their relatives, have had a metabolism twice as high a 77% higher heart rate in low temperatures, and they survived 74% of the time in temperature below freezing. So these fuckers aren't going anywhere. They can, David Blaine, I don't even know, fix their physiology. Why you gotta burn them? Just like magicians. Spiders and magicians, both of them, getting burned. I don't know. I don't care. I what Matt got me all hyped up. For me, I don't really care. And if anything, it's it might be better than looking at a daddy long legs. Those things are fucking weird too. And now I'm done. Let me guess. Your little simpleton brain was sitting back thinking, oh, they're going to stop talking about animals. This isn't the animal podcast. Guess what? Wrong. Because Matt sent me a different article. Different animal. This time, murder. No, you now, sent me this one. Oh. Either way. Breaking 911 on the internet put something out last night, 20 hours ago. We're recording this on Saturday. This is not the Lord's Day. This is the opposite of the Lord's Day. We're getting after it. Long story short, a camel got loose at this petting zoo and murdered two adult males. Well, I, I don't even know where to begin. I mean, first off, that's... You're, going, you're definitely not going to heaven because that is, you, you, you look like a bitch. Like there's no, there's no badass way to, uh, you know, you get up there with the angels and stuff, Evil Knievel, Bob Marley, JFK, like real enticing people exist, their souls. And then you're just this guy that got mauled to death at a, at a petting zoo in Tennessee by a camel. 
Like you don't make the cut. Was it a legal petting zoo? I didn't know there were illegal ones. Really? You never watched everybody loves Raymond. Is that just like a trailer park? Essentially? Uh, yeah, might as well be. Now, this is the press release. This happened on March 10th at approximately 4.44 p.m. So they were wrapping up. Camels had a long day of being pet. And the Obion County Sheriff's Office received a call of a loose camel near Shirley Farms on South Bluff Road in Tennessee. And it was attacking people. Deputies arrived on the scene to find two unconscious victims on the ground. Camels still on the loose. County Sheriff's Office responded. Lake County Sheriff's Office, Ridgely Police Department, Tennessee Highway Patrol, Lake County Rescue Squad, all of these different agencies converged. This was like a statewide manhunt style. I mean, it got dark. A little bit, maybe they overdid it, you think? Uh, petting zoo people by having camels? That, yes, but also the response to the murderous camel. You had to get seven different agencies to come in here. Like, don't y'all have like, let's, let's go bust some heads. Let's go get the crack. Let's go get the child diddlers. I'll tell you what, if they would have sent a psychologist, it would have been a lot better. They sent a community worker armed with a Rorschach test and some colored pencils. I think this would have ended maybe Someone... a little bit better. Um, the camel attacked, the sheriff's office vehicle, when it arrived, then moved actually towards deputies who were attempting to move to help one of the victims with EMS. It was at this time that officers, quote unquote, had to put the camel down for their own safety and for everyone at the scene. The two victims are Bobby Matheny, 42, and Tommy Gunn. Tommy Gunn, what a badass name. And, and that's how you go out like a little bitch. Tommy Bitch. More like it. R.I.P. And they did succumb to their injuries and they were pronounced dead on the scene. So these dudes were being eight. They were dead for a while. Now, my my only real thing I can present to you here, Matt, is you got to fuck one, you got to kill one, you got to marry one. All right? We're talking Joro spiders, invasive from Japan. We're talking murderous camel. Before he was shot dead by police. And then we're talking... The deceased victim, Tommy Gunn, at the crime scene. Fuck one, kill one, marry one, go. Kill the camel. See what I did marry here? The spider. Position where either you, have, you either have to have sex with a deceased man or a spider. Yeah, I'm going to fuck the dead guy, marry the spider, kill the camel. You know, the efficiency that you went through that is honestly really impressive, and I'm proud of you, and that's why you're on the show, because... Psychology behind those decisions is fascinating. Um, like, obviously, you're not going to have sex with a spider. I mean, what are you, insane? Correct. So that just eliminates that right off the top. We're getting into preferences now, positions. We're getting into its experience. Um, but either way, you know, just, just proud of that answer. Yeah, you know, we hit them all. Um, and at that point, obviously, I can beat the shit out of a camel. Dude, I could I could probably take like three or four camels. Just straight fisticuffs, like hand-to-hand. How many do you think you could take? Six. So you're just one-upping me. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I would have to agree with that, though. You are bigger. Now, I do think you'd get swarmed faster, 
but uh, I think you got some power behind those punches. And again, that video of you punching with your instructor was, you know, equal parts hilarious and also impressive. So people should watch out. Fuck around and find out. Matt might punch a camel's head off. But oh, sorry, I gotta get Craig. Damn it, Craig! Now, Jussie Smollett. His life's over. It's official. Touched on this, I believe, last summer when he faked hate crime like years ago. He said it was 4 a.m. in Chicago in the winter time. Which point we're supposed to believe that this man was accosted by a marauding gang of white MAGA folk. You know, they attempted to noose him, did a little hate crime, and then stole his sandwich. Right, super sauce. Straight sauce. And he was sentenced this week. Matt, what happened? Well, he he thinks he's going to get Epstein in jail, apparently. Um, got his sentencing, then he had a, quite the little outburst and said, I'm not suicidal, I'm not guilty. If anything happens to me while I'm in jail, I didn't do it. I do kind of. Part Very of odd. Is crudely that he was suicidal. Like, let's just excise this person from our lives and having to deal with this. Um, I have the audio right here of him having a meltdown, so let's go ahead and play that. Your Honor, I respect you and I respect the jury, but I did not do this, and I am not suicidal. That's Jesse Smollett's emotional statement in court after being sentenced to 150 days in jail. Yeah, so he essentially he's like, I respect you, but let me have a meltdown here real quick. He had a Kanye moment, honestly, with Taylor Swift. You know, I'm going to let you finish, but I ain't suicidal. Does this make you respect Jussie anymore? Well, I never respected him in the first place, so. Does this make you think that he is, in fact, innocent of this hate crime? No. Go ahead. I do appreciate that he at least uh, said that he respects the judge. even though Yeah, respect your elders. Yeah. I assume he's an elder. I don't know any judges, and I'm in my mid-20s. I am a retard, though. As is Jussie. Not the best look. 150 days, as that woman said, in jail, which is not preferable. You would prefer to go to prison. Okay? Like, that's what you want to do. Preferably federal prison. From what I understand. My YouTube rabbit holes. Different felons who have come out and made documentaries and stuff. Right? Jail is terrible. It's... From a county level, it's usually they're overmanned, like too many, too little bunks, too many men. Uh, they don't have supplies or food. It's not set up to house people long term like this dude. 150 days is five months essentially. Like they have hard boiled eggs and pieces of bread with toast. He he better get used to that. It's gonna be his diet for a long time. Um, I wonder if he's gonna get. I, I don't know jail culture that well. I've never been, but uh. I don't know. What do you do with this guy? Like, would you be would you be pumped up if this was your roommate, your celly? Not if you're white. So if you're white, you think it's a problem. I think it would be ironic as hell if they do put him in with a white guy. But maybe that's why he said that if anything happens to him. Although jail is super racist and he is playing on those tropes to the worst. To the just playing on it like grifting actual people that have been like victims of real hate crimes and he used that to have people just blanketly sympathize for him from the outset and assume that he was innocent the whole time yeah it didn't work buddy 
Or the wolf. Do you think black here. people will even like him in jail? I don't know if he was that popular to begin with. First off, his name's Jussie. And uh, like I would bully you for that. So I can only imagine people of, again, just like people he grew up with and shooting the shit and, hey, yo, Jussie's coming over. Like, oh, God. Nobody looked forward to that. Um, and he's this guy's an asshole, too. Like, you're not that important. Nobody cares. We're talking about you right now because it's funny. And then you're going to go to jail. And we're going to move on. So do you have anything in conclusion to say about this? I mean, obviously, like you said, you like you, you respect, you said you respect Jussie for how he treated those in the courtroom on record. And I respect you for respecting him. But outside of that, is there anything else to take away from this? I respect the action, not the man, but otherwise, no, he's just a piece of shit. All right. I don't know. I hope that maybe this sets a precedent out there that like haste people's times. Like everybody out there is a complex individual with relationships and emotions. And like, there's only 24 hours for everybody. Everybody feels like all the time, constantly, there's not enough shit to do, or there's not enough time in the day for me to even do that dumb shit. And this dude just went around wasting everyone's time. Um, and it was on camera. We saw you. You don't go to subway either. What subways open at 2 a.m.? No one goes to Subway at 6 p.m. for dinner, let alone 2 a.m., especially when you're a rich person. Get sometimes fucking DoorDash. Sometimes I crave the bread. All right, like, I literally would... crave the smell. You know what I mean? Like, it's very that, nostalgic. I mean, that Italian herbs and cheese bread does slap. It's outstanding. Yeah, first team all slapper. Hands down. Me and Matt can actually fucking meet in the middle here and agree for once. The meat, not so much. Yeah, the meat is slimy. Like, it comes in slimy. It's it's packaged. And actually, there was a girl I went to high school with that worked there, like one of them. And uh, she left shortly after and never ate there again. And she told me, like, in confidence, like, hey, don't eat there. And I think about that sometimes while I eat there. So you're saying she's a whistleblower. Um. Yeah, but yeah, no one goes to Subway. Yeah, it's been quite some time since I've been to a subway. All right, in conclusion, if you made it this far, we love you. Again, tidal wave of content coming, reels, stickers. I don't know. I think the quality of the show is improving. We're keeping it nice nice and tight, nice and slim, trimming the fat. We're on seven platforms, at Pierce Podcast on Instagram, new link in bio, shows our getter, Twitch, all that shit. Support the boy. Support Matt, too. He's all right. Now... Last segment. This is actually right in Matt's wheelhouse. We're going to be talking about a degenerate. Degenerates doing degenerate things. Nothing surprising. And this is relating to Calvin Ridley, former first-round pick of the Atlanta Falcons in the National Football League. He stepped away last season. So halfway through the year, this is a guy that a lot of people had on their fantasy teams. He's a former 1,000-yard receiver. Including me! Piece of shit. Let's relax. I was introing. Fuck him. Yeah, so this is a really good player, okay? And he stepped away, which was surprising. And the team, the league, people in his camp, they were silent. No one really knew why, figured injury, drug issue, potential mental health. It was none of that. It was because he was caught up in an investigation from the league looking into his gambling problem. So, Matt, do you want to explain, like, what happened here and why he received this very substantial suspension? Well, while Calvin Ridley was having 
mental health issues and fucking over my fantasy team, he decided, you know what? I'm going to download FanDuel and, uh, well, actually, just kidding. Did not do FanDuel. It was like, he did like hard rock sports. So he did some weird, like, double A nefarious OTB style app. Yeah. It wasn't even one of the big ones. Yeah. He bet on almost uh, $4,000 worth of games, six separate wagers, most of them including Falcons games. Five of the bets were parlays that included Atlanta's money line, while another was uh, a live bet on Atlanta's team total. And were they betting against the team? Was he betting for them to lose? No, he was betting on them to win. That makes me like him, actually. Like, he's a good dude at the end of the day, right? When we look at the brass task, what he did was stupid. And it does. I'm not one of these integrity of the game. Boy, it's about integrity of the game. Like, that doesn't mean anything, okay? But it does affect week to week, day to day. Like, you don't know if Calvin's going to show up. Like you can't, if everyone starts gambling on shit, like bro, I would bet every, I'd do the under on my quarterback and I would half-ass run routes every time. Like, why not? That's going to help you. So that's where the issue was created from. And you're saying a lot of these involved his team. And it was only $4,000 in total though, which is strange. This dude's salary, he takes home over a million dollars, like annualized to fucking catch a football. And he potentially threw that all away, at least for a full season. He, he received a one-year suspension, at the very least. Uh, he threw that away for Hard Rock Cafe parlays. Um, and did he win any money? He, uh, where did it go? He placed 33 additional wagers on other sports and leagues that totaled almost $33,000. Out of his bets, he profited $2,744. So he did a good job. Eh. I mean, if you're betting that much money and you only profit just under 3K, no, you didn't. So Matt's not impressed with you. Calvin, I'm not impressed with you. The Falcons aren't impressed with you. Nobody in fantasy football is impressed with you. Your family isn't impressed with you. And you went ahead on Twitter and you decided to like tweet your way out of this like you're 17. You did not help yourself, sir. And you made yourself look like a dummy. And I think maybe his manager, his whoever it was got in his ear and was like, please stop, because this is where it began. He was, he said, he's going to come back to us when he's healthy. He knows he was wrong, but he is getting his one year and he will serve it and respect it. And, quote, if you know me, you know his character. I don't really know your character. And if anything, I think it's, I mean, you might be a good dude because you're betting on your teammates and your buddies to win, but you're an idiot. Yeah, it just just doesn't make sense. Like you stepped away from football for mental health, but yeah, you're betting on it. Like, what is your mental yeah, health what's issue? What's that about? You're making a shitload of money. What's the problem? Maybe that's what it is, and maybe he does have mental health issues, and that would explain why you would do something as retarded as gambling on the sport that you're stepping away from. Um, also, how do you even get caught, dude? Like, do your shit on the DL. It's really not. I bet. This could have been as simple as, like, bro, just have Matt. Like, my version of this would be having Matt make my bets for me. Right. There's no way at a certain point that he could deny that those are his. Have your boy. on his phone. Have your boy download Bovada and do it the old school way. Or get a bookie and owe people money, like supposedly Colby, Colby Covington does in the UFC. Like, it happens with people. People have Vander Kane in the NHL. He's, like, completely 
gone. He's like dead to the NHL. He he's not a valuable player. Nobody no, he's thinks he's good in the now. locker room. Oh, he is. Yeah, he signed with Edmonton. And uh, Matt's not impressed with your gambling, which I think, in conclusion, is the biggest thing here. Like it, at a certain point, it might have been something we could look past if you went out there and did a little Pete Rose situation where you were making a lot. But you're not even good at gambling. So take some time, figure out yourself. Why don't you listen to the Piers Podcast catalog while you're at it? Again, on seven platforms, at Piers Podcast on Instagram. Uh, Matt, you got anything you want to sign off with? Uh, I really wish Cain Velasquez killed that fucker, that sexually oh my assaulted this kid. We didn't even talk about that. Jesus. So, so yes, let's add that on. Certified big boy, Cain Velasquez, little hot water currently champion i believe, has been caught up in some controversy in california last week he made the news he was arrested and hit with an attempted murder charge for firing his gun from his moving vehicle into the vehicle of the purported diddler uh, i think his kid or family member went to like some sort of camp and Someone sexually assaulted, and it's a four-year-old, sexually assaulted them about roughly a hundred times. And it was confirmed to be one of Kane's family members? Yes. Yeah, so he proceeds to find the guy who got charged and is somehow out, which we want to talk about, like, the judicial system making a lot of right choices. You can talk about Rittenhouse, about Smollett getting what's coming to him. In some instances, it also fucks up and fails like this. Like, this dude's diddling a girl... A four-year-old, over 50 times, confirmed, caught. They put him in a car, and he goes home. So Cain Velasquez shoots this hero. He shoots this upstanding citizen. I don't even think he he, uh, hits the right guy. He gets arrested. And come to find out, within this week, we found out the details. Like, why he didn't snap. He's not, like, an idiot. This is well thought out. This is human monkey brain stuff here. Like, you're going to go and defend your lineage, your bloodline, especially someone as vulnerable as a little girl. As much as we like bro to bro, like fist bump him, he might actually do the time, dude. Oh my God, it was his son. This is why we need a legal correspondent because I really don't know the severity of these charges and stuff. Like if you're rich as fuck and you shoot a car, should you be, is that attempted murder? Absolutely not. Like, how do you not have a lawyer that gets that off to, like, disturbing the peace and 90 days of community service? Yeah, it was Cain Velasquez's son that was sexually molested. Kid was inside his butt, and you expect his father not to handle it? And this is a diddle. Oh, my God. Sound the alarms. We got ourselves a diddle, baby, of 2022. Almost didn't even put it in here. Had to slip it in the final segment. Um... And this is a legit one. This will be ongoing. Kane is still in custody. I don't believe he has a bail. It's got to be for attempted murder. It's going to be over a million, which he would be able to pay. My my dog's got bread. Especially like me, I'm in that crypto game. Bro, by this time next year, I'm going to have like five or 10 million shares of crypto. Fuck with me. Um, anything else you want to sign off with? We touched on Kane. We touched on Calvin. People who at one time were revered. And I think both still are in some camps. Kane, like you said, everyone's on his side. Calvin. No, he can go fuck himself. Fuck with and my fantasy solid? team and you will never be heard of again. Is that a threat? No, maybe. All right. 
it sounded like one. Again, we will be here next week. We will be talking to you. We are on seven platforms at Peers and Pontification on Google. Go ahead and type us up. Leave a review, five star, Apple, Spotify, all that stuff. We'll be talking to you. Peace, people.